Blog Talk Radio.
Live from Tucson, Arizona, 24-7-365, streaming on the Internet live, you are listening to Simple Living Radio, Excellence in Airwaves Network, The Joshua Paul Show. You need to start over as many times as needed in order to leave the past behind. I have realized this recently because I was living in an old trailer, and it was just eating me up inside all the negativity that happened in there. So I found myself a nice apartment in another part of the city that I love, and I left all the negativity behind. I let it go. I left my past behind and all the things that I was collecting. You know, as you begin to detach from material and emotional possessions and place more importance on experiences rather than things, you will sense a feeling of lightness, peace, and freedom like you've never felt before, which can become addictive, and this is a very good addiction to have. You know, William Morris once said, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. That is a quote worth repeating. When I read that quote and I hear have nothing in your house or read nothing in your house, a house to me is not just the place where you live or a place where you live or a roof. Your house is your body, your soul, your mind, your earthly shell. So you know what I noticed when I moved and I left all the negativity behind? I noticed that I had collected a lot of things. So many things around me to replace people and loneliness and to shut people out because I, again, had gotten the past that I had let go so many times before. So I'm starting over again. You can too, as many times as you need to. But what I noticed when I was moving, if I would have taken everything with me, let's put it this way. Have you ever noticed that every time you move, you need a bigger truck than the last time you moved? This past time, I rented a van from U-Haul, a tiny van. And that was basically just to get my cat and my dog out in the heat, have the air conditioner on, and for a few things that were necessary at the moment. Everything else was negative. It had negative thoughts and energy attached to it. It didn't need to come. As you start to go through emotions in your life, relationship breakups, friendship losses, people in your family that you have to let go, you may have started collecting, and you may have not even realized that you have this problem, and perhaps you don't have the problem. But this show, and my advice to you, is going to help clean up your life. You don't need a bigger truck every time you move. You can leave it behind, and you can get it back. After being homeless several times, trying out several places to live, I can't tell you how many times I've left things and people behind. And now I don't need that big truck. The same is true for you. 
So let's begin with minimalism and decluttering our lives. People love to collect things, and we have a tendency to keep collecting things in order to fill the available space in our homes and sometimes beyond in our mind and our surroundings. I'm a firm believer in the idea that material possessions do not equate to happiness. I've lived on both ends of having very nice things and low-end things and even things in the middle. In every one of those material possessions that I had, I didn't need. So I recently started to explore this idea of living this more minimalist lifestyle. Bear a minute first and to see if a less cluttered home would result in a less cluttered mind. And you know what it did. So before I moved, I saged where I lived. I put incense everywhere in the place where I lived. And I took a deep breath, and I said, every piece of negativity or anything with a negative thought on it or a sad memory will be disposed of. Material possessions will never equal happiness. So I concentrated on decluttering each element of my life and my surroundings by reducing the amount of material possessions I owned and removing those that were unnecessary. For me, it was nearly everything. But this allowed me to focus on those items and those relationships that I value the most and to rid myself of the items and relationships that were negative and drawing me down. So starting with this whole belief, this whole thought process that I've spoken to you about, let's start off with the material possessions, not so much the emotional possessions. What I did is I categorized my possessions in order at first to sort through one at a time. I made piles. I made piles of clothes and shoes and electronics and books, many other things. I made piles. I knew that I wasn't going to keep them, but it was helpful to touch them in order to get rid of them. What I did is I gathered everything I owned from one category, and I stared at it to see the true extent of my possessions. And then I brought in a garbage can, and I immediately started discarding anything that jumped out at me that I no longer required or had a bad memory attached to it. I analyzed all these remaining items to identify whether I loved them. And after careful consideration, I discarded anything that I didn't need. That's the key right there. There are wants and there are needs. And this was a step where I pushed myself and I pushed myself and I pushed myself to be more ruthless. I questioned whether I truly loved the things in my keep pile and I removed a few more and so on and so on until I reduced down next to nothing. And what I did after reducing everything and finding a new place to live, 
a new place for peace and serenity and for new beginnings. What I did is I just went on Amazon. I selected only the furniture and items that I would need, nothing else. It was very inexpensive to do so. It looks very good, and it feels very good. Mindful purchasing is something that I was guilty of because I was surrounding myself with these things, and you want to make your place look nice, but it's not going to bring you any joy. It's not going to bring you one piece of joy at all to be keeping all of these things and buying more things. A lot of times we purchase things on a whim. There's no consideration of need or desire. And what a waste of money and time to buy something that you might not even like just to have something around you. A thorough decluttering session teaches you to be more mindful the next time you're at a store that you're at a thrift shop or a garage sale. It's going to make you realize the importance before spending your hard-earned cash. When I was decluttering my clothes, I came across several items that I have had for four years that were donated to me in more difficult times. And I even discovered a couple things that I bought to go out that still had labels attached. I found it really difficult to part with everything as it felt so wasteful. I could use something as a rag or the two items were never worn, but they were stained. They had burn holes in them. They didn't make me feel good about myself. They didn't look good. Nothing about them was good. So I reduced down to about four shirts and one pair of pants, and it felt so good. Think about the amount of laundry that you won't have to do. And look at things that you are sure that you will definitely wear and that you will definitely feel good in. Your money saved from unnecessary and frivolous purchases is going to be astounding. Restricting purchases to only necessary items has the added benefit of saving cash. My biggest overspending has been going to the 99-cent store on a lonely day and picking out a little figurine or something just to get out, just to do something, just because I was lonely. And all of those dollars add up. When you look back on it, at the time, it's only a dollar. But if you do that about five times a week, multiplied by how many years, think about every single dollar that's wasted. So since then, I've significantly reduced my need to go out for new things. And I'm only buying necessary things. As far as decorating, there's very little of it in my new place. But as far as decorating my mind, there's so much positivity in there, it's like unicorns and rainbows. Once you start saving money from that, from not purchasing things like I did all the time just because I was lonely, 
you're going to look at money and you're going to go, I might not make that much. I might not have that much, but I'm going to do this. Here comes a concert. Here comes a trip that I want to take when I didn't have enough gas in my tank. Here comes a car that I wasn't able to purchase before. You're also going to save a lot of time by being able to find things more easily. So reducing your possessions allows you to find these things so quickly, which is going to save you precious time, and life is short. No longer will you have to hunt through a stash of necklaces or shirts, but you'll easily choose from one small collection that you've retained. No fishing around among a mountain of handbags or rooting through hanger after hanger of clothes. The choice is quicker and easier, leaving you more time to smile and enjoy life. The fewer possessions you own, the less storage space you need. So the smallest place that you need to live, your roof, is often the cheapest place. Money saves there as well. I have really found a happier outlook. I let go of all those negative things, all those things around me and those relationships. Because, you know, surrounding yourself with the items you love and displaying only the items the most valuable to you will make you feel happier. You won't have to search through so many items that you don't even like. Favorite items won't get lost at the back of a pantry or the bottom of a junk drawer. Gone are the days of saving your favorite things for a special occasion. Every day is a special occasion. Save this for Christmas. Save this for Hanukkah. Save this for Easter. Unnecessary. Those are special days. But every day is a special day. The fewer possessions that you have, the neater your house will be, and the easier it will be to keep clean. Before, I found myself not cleaning that often. In a smaller space and living a minimalist lifestyle, I find myself cleaning up after myself every day. And it's not something I even question. I just start doing it. You're going to have so much freedom when you start this, because as you begin to detach from these material possessions, you can place more important on experiences rather than things. And as you begin to detach from these material possessions, you also need to look with inside your mind and your heart. Who is bringing negativity into your life and causing you so much pain, needing to be surrounded by things, feeling so negative when you walk through your door or when you walk out the door? Who's causing you aggravation? Who's texting you too much? Just like you can do on social media, you can hit the block button. I hit the block button on someone that I never thought I would be able to hit the block button on. And not the block button on social media, but the block button in my mind, and I feel so free. So very, 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 very free. I can't say it enough. And when I say it, I stutter and I stammer because I get so excited that my mind and my surroundings are decluttered. 
When you think about it that way, you don't get worked up, but it is a really exciting experience to hit that block button in your mind. Or even if you can only do it on social media, it is such a great thing to hit block. So I hope that this whole show has inspired you. I hope that my journey inspires you. I want to hear about your journeys. So we'll continue our discussion on Twitter, on Facebook, on Kiwi, all forms of social media at any time as the show is eternal. Now it's your turn. So choose from one of those things that I talked about and you're going to have a much better tomorrow. As is the name of this song. This song is so good that I played at the beginning of the show, and what do I always say? You'll hear it differently at the end of the show than you did at the beginning. So with love and signing off from Tucson, Arizona, I give to you Scott Jacobs singing Tomorrow.
Well 